We are back for another episode of Unboxing the Hobby brought to you by Loop. And we are here with everyone knows her, Stephanie Mama Breaks. How's it going, Stephanie? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on, Mac yeah. and Adrian. Thanks for coming on. This is uh this is pretty great. So we chatted a little bit offline about this, and our goal for this is always to get people's stories. And your story is pretty is pretty interesting to me and for many reasons, but one in particular is the rise that you had in the hobby has been like meteoric in my eyes in regards to like when it started. So mm-hmm. we can start there. I'll always go back to like what got you into things, but like, so your first post on social media was April 22nd, 2021. It was just a card. So what got you from that point to <laughs> just a couple months later deciding I'm going to post what my logo is and then we're going to start breaking. Like what, where was, where did that all come from? Well, the decision to make my card Instagram, I was already doing cards for about four or five months before that. So it's like the decision to actually make a card Instagram, there was a lot of months that went into before making that decision. And it was kind of just, it was funny because my like personal account, the account that I was using to join breaks and stuff on Instagram, and I was part of like a few rooms already and doing like rip and ships with people. I uh, it was really hard to pronounce because it was like a weird like R Z X T whatever. <laughs> so yeah. anytime I went into a room to buy some cards or whatever, it was really hard for people to pronounce my name on Instagram. So I was like, man, I just gotta make a new one, you know, because I was so part of the community already. And I figured, you know, before I I I decided to make the card Instagram, I was like, well, it's gotta be something cool, you know, it's gotta be something that has that tells my story a little bit, mama breaks. And then going into wanting to start breaking was something that I was already in the back of my mind. Yeah. Because my husband was telling me I was doing it for a few months already. He was like, you should, you would be really good at this. And I'm like, you think so? So it was just, I I made the card Instagram with um, potentially starting breaks in the future in mind. And yeah, I just started posting kind of the cards that I was picking up, uh, the card shows I was going to. And then uh, I started posting reels. Yeah. On TikTok, TikTok is where I, I learned a lot about uh, creating content and stuff like that. For And I didn't see enough content around cards, I think. So that's where I kind of started gaining a little popularity, making some of the reels that did pretty well at the beginning. Yeah. Just like, funny stuff or, or teaching people how to ship cards or teaching people how to ship plain white envelope. Just little things like that that I figured uh, could help out. And... Yeah. Since then, it's been like a constant battle of trying to do that, trying to figure out how to do that more and also trying to build a business around it and be part of the community and and all this and be a mom and all this stuff. So yeah. It's been a journey. It's been about, I think, what, three, three years almost. Yeah, it's just right around that. Right. For you. So it's and that's mm-hmm. the hard part that we when we chat with people, we chat with people all over the place. You're probably only one of two breakers we've had on here. And I find that the hard part for everyone, including ourselves, is to be able to spin those plates, to be able to be like, okay, I'm a breaker. Oh, I'm a content creator. Oh, I'm a mom. I'm a I'm a husband or a wife or, you know, something like that. So it's like, what do you do? Is there like a schedule that you have completely mapped out or how does this work for you on a daily basis? It's been a constant, like just figuring it out as I go, I think. Like I said, at the beginning, it was only I was only planning on doing breaks on the weekend. Uh, doing this full time is something that it never even 
cross my mind to start, to be completely honest with you. I thought it was just going to be something I did on the side because I enjoyed it and it was fun, but um, it's been a constant, like, so at the time I was teaching full-time, I was doing breaks on the side, uh, part-time, and I was creating content. I was doing, I was working with eBay a little bit. So at some point I was like, something's got to give here. I either decide to live my normal life and kind of forget about all of this other <laughs> stuff that I was doing because it was becoming overwhelming. And, uh, you know, luckily I have the most supportive family and and my husband just was like, Hey, you gotta do this. Like you really enjoy it. And he says that, you know, he told me he really enjoyed watching me do it because I loved it so much. And he felt like we, we had the opportunity to really take a shot at it. And I've been doing this full time for about a year and a half now, almost going into a year and a half. And that's where I decide the beginning was probably the hardest. Uh, still breaking from home was yeah. really difficult having the kids there. I mean, it was a blessing. I love being home with the kids, but it's just trying to run a business, full-time business, and then having the kids at home and kind of, so like I said, it's been a constant journey and a constant I don't want to use the word battle. It's just a constant journey of trying to figure out how to balance all those things and kind of set boundaries, you know, during certain times of the day and set your schedules where there's times where I'm mama breaks and that's when mm -hmm. I'm live, you know, but there's so much planning that goes into being live. And <laughs> I call myself the CEO of mama breaks. I kind of had to have like a, a mind where I'm the boss of mama breaks. Like yeah. my, 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 my team, actually, I make them laugh a lot when I talk about myself that way. But Mama Breaks herself is an entity to me <laughs> because she's the person that I'm building this for because she's the talent. And I still have to do all these things where I prepare streams for her, where I buy inventory for her, where I hire a team for her so that she can do her thing while she's live or filming content, you know, all this stuff. And then at home, I can't be either... CEO of Mama Breaks or Mama Breaks have to be mom. So yeah. it's <laughs> a lot of hats. Yeah. The hats are all there. And it's, it's one thing I, I, we, I touched on it a little bit when I was messaging you, but I have two small ones, one's two and a half, two and three quarters and uh, one now, but like, it is that weird different hat wearing of like, Oh, cool. Now I'm on live. And then, you know, my son's constantly trying to walk in on the lives and you're trying to be mm -hmm. like, Oh no, you're try sweet about it. no one cares on the live. But at the same time, like you said, you're trying to run a business. So you want to make it as professional as possible. And people are spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars with you. So it's a, it's a definite dance for sure. Um, Mac, you are a fan of growing. Oh, constantly. Mm -hmm. Mac, you're a fan of star Wars, right? Marvel I'm a fan of Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. So yep. you as well, Stephanie, right? There's this is a big part of your life. Where where did that Absolutely. come from? Was it was it the movies? Was it how did that how did that that love grow for you? Well, I'm just a big nerd overall, I always say. Like that's what really brings a lot of us together. I think we just nerd out about things in general. So I've been watching Star Wars with my dad since I was little, the original trilogy. And actually, you know, my parents separated unfortunately, when I was like around eight years old. And when I started really connecting with my dad again, is when we started watching the the, the prequels in the movie theater. Yeah. So I remember he took us to watch, you know, Attack of the Clones. He took us to watch Revenge of the Sith. And I, when I watched Revenge of the Sith, I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. It was like the best movie I had ever seen in my life. And it's always kind of been a part of my life at the right times. 
Star Wars Rogue One was an unbelievable movie too. And it just always been drawn to, you know, collecting around it. I had the lightsabers growing up. I had, you know, the magazines that I would clip up and and put on my poster and on my wall at, at home. So I I say that baseball was my first love and Star Wars has kind of always been a constant. Mm. But when I started doing cards, I was very like focused in sports. But when I found Star Wars, I just felt like it was something that the value of it was completely the last thing on my mind when it came to it. You know, like I did not care what these cards were worth. I was just like, I just need them. And I'm going to keep them. over the past year. It's hit me that sports have, are the gateway drug to the geekier sides of ourselves. You know, Marvel, Star Wars. I think we all have kind of side PCs of some kind of childish thing that we grew up with. I think sports are kind of geek. Sports cards are kind of geeky too, honestly. So, <laughs> like, we I all really have sports think cards too, but like um, the the you know like community I connect with on on Fanatics Live and who come to my streams and break with me, it's like we just go on and nerd out about baseball. You know, we watch yeah. these these kids and we geek out over stats and geek out over history. And I I was a kid in middle school and high school who would you know, grab the LA times every day and just memorize stats, look at standings, read about high school teams, like beyond, beyond just watching the sport and playing it. It was just a love for everything around it. And to me, you're a little geeky when it comes like that super over obsessive about things that you love. So, so were you collecting baseball cards at that point? Um, to say I was collecting baseball cards, it's kind of weird. I didn't really know that collecting baseball cards was a thing or that, you know, holding on to rookie cards was a thing. I never really knew anyone in my life that did that. I kind of just took what I knew from Pokemon and was like, okay, these are cool to keep in a binder. And yeah, I would, I would rip, uh, uh, the, the set I remember the most is a 2008 update. So I had Kershaw rookies, which I didn't even know were technically rookie cards at the time. And I was just <laughs> like, you know pick out the Dodgers and stuff. So I love, I really love the set. That's the most nostalgic set for me. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So uh, my father's from Mexico. So i grew up in a very, like he's one of eight. So extremely Hispanic household families, all this stuff, but it's really funny. I was lucky enough to have uh, my family was very into Disney was very into sports. And I found that like my other friends were the people that were like, like you said, it's geeky. I was like, talk about like my baseball cards, which are just rectangular pieces of cardboard with like people's faces on it. And they were just always, oh, you like these cards? What do you like these cards for? Is it nerd? Get out of here. So when I found this community as an adult, like literally at 39 years old, it was so crazy to see how much passion and love people have. And it comes through in your breaks, you know, much less right now. So it's it's always fun to see people and like where it came from and like all this different stuff. So it was really a really, really fun world. You do a great job with it. You know, Thank I really you. can't say that enough. Go ahead, Matt. Are you sick of the hype beast breaker boys? Would you rather talk about sports cards with trusted, respectful sports card stores and dealers from around the U.S.? Well, Loop is the answer. Loop is an online marketplace where you can buy sports cards no matter how you collect. Personal packs and boxes, dollar auctions, group breaks, singles and slab sales, and much more. All of it on one app called Loop. Go try Loop on iPhone, Android, and the web. And the best part is, is you get 10 bucks if you use the stock and trade link to sign up. Find the link in the description of this episode that'll take you directly to the app. 
So check out Loop. We guarantee you won't be disappointed. Go ahead, Mac. So I'm curious, when have you always been into creating content or was that something just as you started, you know, getting into cards a little bit more and you got into breaking, that's kind of when content creations kind of start, start creeping in. That's a great question. I, um, I want to say it goes back to like the MySpace days. I wouldn't say it's so much like content creation, but just so much creating online and like connecting with people online. I was very much the person that was always on aim and always making like collages and stuff on paint, you know, like, I don't even know if I've ever like really shared this with anybody, but I was always super nerdy about uh, and super passionate about creating stuff online since a young age. And it did start with like social media and MySpace and Facebook and sharing pictures and connecting with people like that. So I think that's where, where that really started for me. I, I, uh, I'm okay with computers, I guess I could say, I wouldn't say I'm good, but I enjoy it. (laughs) <laughs> and it wasn't really until like COVID when I saw a lot of a surge in content creation, more so around content creation about like moms. Cause yeah. during COVID I was actually, I had my one-year-old and I was pregnant with my second. And that's when I was like deep into all the mom content, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just like breastfeeding, baby food, you know, parenting, And uh, I really took a step back from that and learned so much from these women that I was like, wow, these women are actually like creating real businesses from themselves, from their homes, because and I the only reason I know about them is because I've been following them on social media because they're making all this awesome content that I find a lot of value in that I connect with them in. So I like there was a time where I was really obsessed with making baby food. And I think that was the first time that I thought like I can make content around this. Like my family was hitting me up like, Hey, how did you make that, you know, organic banana smash pancake thing? (laughs) And I was like, well, this is how I made it. I think that was like one of my first videos. And then, yeah, once all that like blew out and we went to normal life, I was like, Hey, I can do that with, with cards because the cards are pretty cool. So, yeah. So with that, so with everything that you've done so far, which is a crazy amount of different things with working for fanatics now like you said ebay in the past where do you see mama breaks going in the next five years where do you want it to go oh that's such a hard question because i still don't know i definitely uh want to build out my breaking business that's something that i want to run you know 24 7 and that's the probably the most important thing on my mind right now but um also slowly building out like a YouTube content channel where where I can help more and and talk about my journey and inspire others and and just teach people about the hobby I think um, I think it's not more popular because it's so hard to learn there's like such a steep learning curve that I just I get it I get it because I was there and I was trying to google stuff online back when I I started and it was hard to learn this whole thing. So I I'm trying to figure out how I can do my part. Yeah. Help with that and then um just just you know, like just have a team that's really awesome to work with and just enjoy coming to work every day. So So yeah. it's talking about kind of educational content. We we've talked a lot about that. And I think we a lot of us feel like there is this gap in the hobby for people getting in in terms of educational content. You know, it was interesting because I think it was actually over the past week or two, one of your reels came across my feet about sleeving a thick card. And mm-hmm. it was, it seems so straightforward and simple, I think, to us that are kind of in it day in and day out. 
but I do think it's that type of content that we're kind of missing in the hobby and we need more of it. So I, I appreciate you um, starting to put stuff like that out. Thank you. That's uh. so besides like I built a, the business, the breaking business to a point where I kind of like can move away a little bit and start working on that. So I'm going to be doing a lot, a lot of that this year. That's awesome. Awesome. Now I have to touch on it a little bit and I don't want to make it. It wasn't have to be negative. But I just want to see your thoughts on it. Like you posted the other day, somebody made a, stupid comment about female breaker or whatever mm -hmm. so when you when you make content when you're posting do you feel like you are and i can't think of another word besides like ambassador for like females in the hobby you know because there is a small demographic smaller demographic of females in the hobby it's not it's not unknown but do you have that in the back of your head when you do things or is it just kind of like no i'm a breaker that just happens to be a female like how do you how do you feel about that in the hobby that's a really great question. I I don't see it specifically being a woman hardly ever, honestly. Yeah. I just see it as a more than anything a responsibility to anyone who feels like me or is in my position who really has a passion for this or anything in their lives honestly and wants to in their heart, you know, build a business around whatever it is that they love to do. I feel a responsibility to, to those people to share my experiences. And, you know, keep going out there and doing it. So it is hard. And it's something that I, you know, has has been a part of me kind of like holding back a little bit, I think, in the past. But that's all part of the journey. You just got to uh, the 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 comments about being a woman, I think it's just sometimes just so. They're the easiest comments to get, I think, because it just makes I mean, yeah. the least amount of sense. <laughs> yeah I, 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 that one i shared specifically more so for just like inspiring people to move past negative comments because i think you're always going to get them unfortunately yeah. and i don't know what the right thing to do is because the thing i've i've heard is uh kind of ignore them and don't talk to them which is probably the best thing to do because you don't want to like get in a situation where you're saying things that you don't necessarily mean online and yeah. and things like that but um yeah it's just at the end of the day you can't please everyone and if you're trying to please everyone you're pleasing no one so yeah no i i agree i think you did a great job with it it was very much like hey this is this was my reaction it was funny and it's like yeah. the ignorance <laughs> is the ignorance so you just kind of have to laugh it off at some point but um mm -hmm. now what you're doing is very entrepreneurial and i think that what mm -hmm. people kind of miss in the hobby is i think we're all doing something entrepreneurial for the most part that aren't you know, that if we're buying and selling cards, if you're at a card show, setting up a table, all this stuff. So was this something that was instilled in you young to like, were you, cause I knew you were a teacher before, right? So you had just mm -hmm. a nine to five job, but so did this, mm -hmm. did this just happen? Like you said, with COVID or was that something that kind of always been with you most of your life? No, honestly, that's a really great question too. Growing up, I didn't really think of this. No, like my parents have always had regular jobs too. And owning a business is something that I thought was just for like rich people, honestly, yeah. you know, like I yeah. never really even realized that it was something that I could do. I think my first taste of the entrepreneurial experience, luckily was I worked for a uh, Costco at a very, like right out of high school, essentially. And I became a bakery manager and you pretty much learn how to run a business there. And that's where I think that's what gave me a lot of confidence to actually start because I already had that that knowledge of like, okay, this is what a profit and loss statement looks like. This is what, you know, this is how you calculate 
uh, percentages and how you should charge, how much you should charge for something, how much labor is and all that. So I've definitely have that foundation because of Costco. So super grateful to that. That's always funny. It's always these random things in our lives, right? Like Mm -hmm. Costco. You're like, all right, cool. Brought to you by Costco. Exactly. I mean, I love And then, (laughs) (laughs) so if family's family, no matter what, but so when I, when I decided I, by most, some people know my full-time job is I'm an actor. And then I got into this world, which is similar and I love cards. So it was a great passion that I wanted to jump on. But when I first started acting, my family was like, what are you doing? You have a job. I was, you know, I was selling insurance at the time. I had got my licenses. They're like, what is wrong with you? Like what this, so how was your family when you were like, not obviously your husband sees you every day. So probably more supportive, but like mm-hmm. mother, father, aunts, uncles, anybody were they like, you want to do what with cards? You're a teacher. You have a, you have a regular job. I think they, they kind of realized I was losing my mind already when I quit Costco. So <laughs> that was like the first, everybody was like, what are you doing? You know, and that kind of, like, there's so much more to that story that I'm not going to talk about. But sure, of course, once, yeah. Once I did that, I was like, dude, I and then I became a teacher. And obviously, it's because I went to school while I was working and all that. But I was like, I can do I started learning in myself that I could pretty much be great at whatever I put my mind to. And I just not because of because of who I am necessarily, but just I believe in myself that much. So I kind of like that's what started uh really uh, all I care about is my parents opinion and my and my husband's obviously and and yeah I just kind of like sat them down and was like hey you know I really believe in myself I really believe I can do this and they're like okay I I would have to think your parents first question was what's breaking because I still have to answer that question to friends and family when I say the word breaking You'd be surprised. They still don't understand it. So <laughs> I have the same conversation with my fiance every other day. And I'm like, it's, it's kind of like you buy into a group thing, but like some people have different teams and you only get these cards. It's yeah. I don't know why it's so hard to explain, but yeah, I've, I've gone to the point where I'm telling my mom, like, just buy a spot, just buy a spot and watch it <laughs> yeah. and see how it works out. And she's still like, she gets her cards like, this is what I bought. I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'm just gonna sit her down and have her buy a spot. There I'll have go. her buy a spot on on one of your breaks. There you go. That's... There you go. <laughs> please tell I will me. Say... I'll make her feel welcome, please. And that's actually a perfect segue. What I was gonna say. So I will say that, like, you by far are one of the most. And obviously, when a big hit comes, you can feel the excitement. But you are one of the calmest breakers <laughs> I've ever come across in my life, which is great because that's how. I, I now have gotten into this world of breaking a little bit and that's how I am. Those are the people that I loved watching, including yourself, mm-hmm. because I just didn't like the over craziness and some, a lot of people love it. It just wasn't my jam. So, and it just, that's just that your thing. Did you ever think about, Oh, I need to be like this crazy person or was it just it like, yeah. I'm just sometimes, being myself. Sometimes honestly, but, um, uh, well, first of all, I love that. I think one of the coolest things, like when I started joining breaks back in when when it was crazy, is I love those reels. Like guys, I remember one of my favorite ones. I don't even remember who it was. I should. Like he pulled a gold Justin Herbert out of optic and auto and that went absolutely ballistic. And I thought it was the coolest thing. Like this guy just loves this stuff so much, you know? Yeah. And then I was thinking, okay, me as a breaker, I'm doing it obviously because I love it. And those those big pulls and those big hits are like the 
best experiences ever. Like, first of all, you, you know, the card's not for you, but mm. you feel so much for the other person that you're so excited for them. And then you yeah. just kind of like, I always describe it as like, there's a moment in time that just stands still for me. And like, I admire the card and I just see the chat, like go crazy. Like everybody's just like, boom, 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 like a waterfall. And then reality sets in and I go, I got to protect this fun freaking card, you know, <laughs> like this is in my card. I got to put it like, I got to protect it, make sure it's safe. And then we can celebrate. But yeah, fact of the matter is I'm just a calmer person. So I'm not going to try and be somebody I'm not. And the, every time that I've tried to like, be like, oh, I need to be more hype. It just feels so awkward and not me. Yeah. So I don't, when I tell people like, I really flattered that people tell me, oh, that I really like that you're that way. I'm like, I really think you just like it because I'm literally being myself. Yeah. So same thing with these guys that go nuts and crazy. You love it when they're being themselves. Like that's yeah. who they are. You could tell. You can always tell who's being authentic. So yeah. And authenticity is huge, especially in breaking. Cause like, I mean, there's so much trust going into you in regards mm -hmm. to like handling of these cards, especially when there's a big pull or the money that is transacting through these things. It's like, you know, you hear the, the, the horror stories. So like that authenticity is so important. I, I think. Mm -hmm. I, I know we don't have a ton of time. I just wanted to ask one question as we're kind of wrapping up. Um, just as someone who is big into the content creation space at this point, and you, you know, you've been on social media for years at this point, what kind of recommendation or kind of tips would you share with anyone that's, you know, gotten into the hobby, starting to collect, maybe starting to dabble on Instagram or TikTok, um, just kind of any gold nuggets for, for someone trying to kind of get from point A to point B? Like um, starting to try and just like create content. Mm -hmm. Just that what we just said, just lean just be into authentic. People lean into being yourself and it's ex just know that everybody understands like we understand it's extremely hard to be yourself on camera it just is and it's something that even the people that you think comes it comes easy to them or you watch them and think oh I could never do what they do that's just the way they are believe me I've started doing um vlogs <laughs> it feels so silly even saying it but I'm so awkward on camera still like it just and that's something that I'm always going to be transparent and honest about because it's part of my journey. And, and I struggle with like being like, man, why do I look so nervous? Uh, why can't I just be myself? It's just something that's going to take you time and practice to get better. You're never going to get better at it if you don't do it. So don't ever feel like you have to be perfect because everybody starts somewhere. You go back and look at some of my videos and compare it to the video I posted last week, like... It took me three years to get there. It's going to take some time. I, yeah. I appreciate you saying that because I, I am not an actor. So I'm <laughs> kind of probably more like you. I'm super nerdy and awkward. So I've kind of had to start going through that whole transition. So Oh, yeah. So my camera guy, uh, Eddie, he's the uh, he's the best, honestly. And he goes, so we did one on like our second vlog together and we're driving back to the office. And he goes, so how come you're so different during your live streams than you are like in person with people i'm like i don't know it's just, it's just awkward <laughs> like i feel like maybe like in the chair like you're in control but honestly like the true answer to that question is that the amount of hours that i have under my belt sitting in this chair and being live is 
tenfold compared to the amount of hours experience I have with vlogging and asking people questions in person and being that. So I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah, I'm comfortable because I've done it so for so long. I've done it for two, two and a half years already. So yeah, it's just all comfortability. Well, Stephanie, I want to get you out of here. I appreciate your time. But obviously, we want to give you a chance. Let everybody know if they don't for some strange reason where they can find you uh, and you know how they can how they can break with you. Uh, most definitely you can find me on Instagram. If you want to see any of my new and first awkward vlog videos, I will be starting my YouTube too. It's mama breaks and you can break with me Tuesday through Saturday on fanatics live 9am to 5pm Pacific standard time. So pretty much all day those days. Awesome. Appreciate you, Stephanie. I know I always, uh, always happy to get someone like you on the pod and, uh, you're, uh, you're a staple to our community, so we appreciate you. Oh, that's a big compliment. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm honored. Um, anytime I'm uh, here to share my story or you know any way I can help anyone, I'm always a DM away on Instagram. I might not reply right away, but I will reply eventually. <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs>